Hi everyone, and welcome to the UNE Guide podcast and radio show. For those of you who don't know what we're all about, we're a weekly podcast designed to help students become familiar with some of the different aspects of studying with UNE. Whether that be online or on campus, we've got you covered. So, for today's podcast, we're going to be discussing climate and weather in Armadale and how that impacts students and what you can do to plan around it. I'll be joined by the vivacious Alana Cox and Gillian Thompson, who are going to be sharing their climate-related experience with us today. Jill, would you like to let the students know a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I study sociology and history. I'm in my fourth year of study. When I moved to Armadale, I started off living at Wright College. I became an RF and now I live in town. Excellent. And Alana, do you want to let the students know a little bit about what you've got going on at the moment? Hi, I'm Alana. Um, I'm currently working for the Wellness Hub at UNE, but I am also a student who previously lived in Wright College as well, and I was an RF there as well. All right, so two um, current students, um, both who have been to college and also have had you know broader living experience as well. Um, they're going to be discussing what they think about the Armadale climate, um, so we'll start with a super broad question. How would you describe the weather here at Armadale? Um, it really catches you off guard. So when I first moved in, it was really, really hot. And all I can remember is just absolutely sweating and dying from the heat, moving boxes up the stairs to my flat. And then maybe a couple weeks later, all of a sudden, super cold. And I really just realised that I had no idea what cold weather was <laughs> because I used to live in Western Australia in Perth and it's very hot there and I was like oh yeah I'll be fine move to Armadale nice and cool climate I really like you know winter and I realised I had no idea what cold weather was and I needed to go and buy so many more cold weather clothes. Alana do you have anything to add? It's very erratic. Um, sometimes it's very hot, sometimes it's very cold, and just because you're in a cold season doesn't mean it's actually going to be cold the whole time. Yeah, you definitely have some pretty hot days during winter. And, and some pretty cold days during summer. Yeah, definitely. And you just, you can get really caught off guard. You'll, one day you'll be like, oh yeah, it was really cold yesterday, so I'll just dress the same. And then all of a sudden, it, in the middle of the day, you're getting blasted by super strong sun. Mm -hmm. And you've just got to adapt and go with the flow. Sounds like there's a lot of climate extremes. Do you guys have any stories or, you know, any events that you can remember throughout your time here that relate to those extremes? At the end of my first year, it rained for a solid three months before I went home for the um, summer break. And I, I never seen so much rain in my life. I didn't think I was ever going to see the sun again. <laughs> um, and then the year after that, it was a major drought and we were Armadale had water restrictions for the first time and people were being taught how to have four minute showers and all that sort of stuff and then we had the bushfires which while didn't really affect us directly it affected a lot of people around us we housed the firefighters for a while at the colleges to help out all the other communities around us and now we've kind of come out of the drought and um one thing that you will have to get used to is the middle of town mm -hmm. floods every time it rains for a good amount of time. So the creeks will all flood over the main roads into town and you have to take back roads and it'll take a little bit longer to get around. Yeah, there's always, um, I guess, at least one avenue to get into town. But yeah, the fastest routes 
typically do get um, flooded over. And in regards to the bushfires, we've had students who were heading down to home, for example, down to Sydney, and they had to take you know massive detours and that sort of thing. So you know, natural disasters, environmental sort of uh, effects do carry on over to Armadale um, fairly frequently, I would say. Maybe like once a year we have something that's kind of, you know, changes things up a little bit. Yeah. Armadale's pretty lucky. It tends to avoid the, like, really bad epicentres of the disasters, but they happen around us and cut us off. Yeah, the highways always get close. (laughs) Like, um, I noticed the other day after the big floods down south, um, they, like, the shops were really empty because they just couldn't get any shipments in because all the roads were blocked and by the floods. Yeah. Alana, you were mentioning before the show that um, you've had some experiences with the heat and, you know, what sort of impacts that can have on the people here. Do you want to let students know about that? I am a redhead, so <laughs> I'm very pale, fair, not very good with heat, the sun, all that kind of thing. And I lived in the top floor of Wright College. And what you'll find in the college is that the top floor of any of them gets very hot. Um, and we are in a heat wave and I got heat stroke just from the temperature inside of the college um so cooling is very important especially if you're living oh yeah you should um 100% bring a fan with you because in the first week or so of people moving in every shop sells out of their pedestal fans and you definitely need one for those first couple weeks months of living here and shipping things to Armadale isn't exactly fast so no, it's not no. like in cities online like shopping cities, yeah. is uh, very different when you it takes a bit it of time. takes a long time for things to get here how much extra time do you guys think that it would actually take my estimates are maybe an additional two days three days sometimes yeah depends on the store yeah it depends on how like enthusiastic they are about getting their stock to you so sometimes it can take an extra couple days sometimes it can take an extra week or so yeah and if you're in summer anyway came up and things tend to sell out online even too so definitely so i guess running off the back of that what sort of things should students bring um if they're coming to live on college you know for the first time what should they bring to to cope with those climate extremes to start off with if you move in during try one definitely a fan and um yeah just some cool clothes but also make sure you bring something a little bit warm because it does get cold overnight um but coming into winter you definitely need good warm blankets uh boots boots, yeah anything to keep you nice and toasty when you're in the house and uh, also a raincoat yeah Umbrella. Uh, yeah, raincoat, umbrella, definitely a essential item for Gumboots even. I have gumboots. Yeah. And you don't need a heater. Most of the college rooms, I think all have a heater now. Um, and so that gets turned on. Yeah. And if you live in town, you just have to be aware of when you move in, have a look at the house you're moving into. Sometimes they'll have reverse cycle aircon, so you don't need to worry about getting a heater. But sometimes... You'll need an electric heater. Gas heating. Or gas heating. Some houses have gas. Just a note um, for students who are moving into college, the heating that we have here on campus is run off of a central heating system. So it's turned on for everybody. You can turn it off manually, but it's turned on for everybody at uh, a specific time of year from one set date to another, depending on the, the temperature at the time. And 
if you're somebody who is overly sensitive, I would guess to cold weather, um, I would I would probably bring a small heater or something along the lines, um, if possible. No, so in most of the college rooms, you're not actually allowed to bring your own heating. Right. Yeah, uh, just because of fire. And if you I set getting, your room on fire. I was getting everyone waving their hands <laughs> yeah. at me saying, no, 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 don't that's say that. That's a big no-no. Okay. I guess that's why blankets and clothes are more important, just because. Yeah. Um, and you can, um, so... That's true for the colleges, but if you live at Wright Village, all the rooms have their own individual heaters. Yeah. Right. And you can control the heaters to a certain extent. Like you can turn it up so it gets more heat out or you can turn it down or off in your room if you need to. That is a benefit of living in town. You get to bring your own heater. Yeah, you have can control the temperature just for you if you live in town. No but one you have to pay for it. <laughs> okay, definitely no heaters. No one yeah. bring heaters. <laughs> You'll be told all that when you move into college. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's in all of the documentation and everything. And when you bring something electrical like a fan or anything that needs to be plugged into the electricity in your room, they'll get an electrician to come out and tag it for you. You'll get an email and they'll you'll just say what time you're available and they'll come around to you. Yeah. Awesome. Um for people who are living in town, what sort of extra accommodations do they need to make in regards to, you know, heating and cooling and that sort of stuff? Can it impact them in a different way to students living on college? You'll probably have to pay a little bit more yeah. in, like, living costs, definitely during winter if you need a heater. You can definitely get away with it if you practice, like, passive cooling, passive heating, you know, opening the house up when it's really sunny to let the heat in and making sure you don't let any of the heat out at night time. But you will need to um, consider how much extra you're going to have to pay in electricity costs or gas costs if you're going to be heating your house like that. And it can be surprising. Yeah, it can be, especially if you move from college to town because in college everything's taken care of for you and then once you move into town you've got to pay your rent as well as your bills on top of that. So you just have to make sure you take that into account if you want to make the move. Yeah, as independent as even a college like Wright College might be, for example, um, it still you know takes care of a lot of the different things that you need to deal with, I guess, as a as Yeah, a it does. Covered. If you're moving out of home for the first time, college is a great way to do that because you just start off with one bill and then you get used to paying that and then you can move out and get used to paying all the others. Plus, you know, uh, going to college is great as well for the social aspect too. Like if you move straight from home into town, well, that might be a great option um, on paper at first. I think there's a really important atmosphere that you'll, you'll be missing out if you avoid the colleges too soon. Yeah, especially now that um, lots of things are going online, you definitely miss out on that interaction with classes. So if you want to be social at uni, probably moving into college yeah. It's a good idea. Even just for a short stint. Yeah. It's a good stepping stone. It's a good way to make friends. All right. Um, we're going to go on this quick song break now. We're going to be playing It's Raining Men by um, Jerry, sorry, Gary Hallowell. Hallowell? Yep. Um, <laughs> this is Tune FM 106.9, and we'll be back shortly to talk more about the weather.
All right, and we're back with the UNE Guide podcast and radio show talking about the weather and how it impacts students here at UNE and Armadale. So we've gone down a lot of, I guess, negativity in regards <laughs> to the weather. Um, it's not all bad. The Armadale weather and climate is actually quite enjoyable for a lot of students and it has a lot of pros. Do either of you two, um, Alana or Jill, have anything to say about the, the positive side of things in regards to the weather? Snow. Yes. So I coming from WA, I had never seen any form of snow in my entire life. And it snowed, I think, I think I missed the snow in my first year. Most people do. Most people go home for the breaks in yeah. their first year and don't realise that that's like the fun weather. And um, then it snowed in my second year and it really snowed, like it covered the ground snow mm-hmm. and I was so excited. It was amazing. I took videos of it for my little sisters because they'd never seen snow either. We were FaceTiming everyone. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was look just, at the snow. It was so good. And I think just everyone in town sort of just took a moment and just enjoyed life because it was so fun and it was something so many people had never experienced before. And you get that like joy with everyone else and it's just really beautiful we were all trying to like sled on hills that really didn't have that much snow yeah snow angels when there really wasn't enough i think you made a uh snowman like a tiny little snowman in the college um courtyard and um one of the people we lived with lived with college at he was really good at taking photos and mm-hmm. so the photos from that night, they just look magical and everyone looks so happy. Yeah, It's not like Threadbow snow. So no. if you've been skiing, you it's will not, not be that. impressed. It's more like snowflakes, light covering the ground kind of snow. Yeah, it's like icing sugar dusting a cake. <laughs> and then rain, the rain after yeah. the drought. That was, that mm. was good. We, we were all in had a bets. really extreme drought for so long and... Um, the first time it rained properly, I think everyone just let out a big sigh of relief that it, it was almost like you forgot that rain could happen in Armadale. Or that it could look green. Yeah, like two days later after it rained for, I think it rained for a good couple of days the first time the drought really broke and just like the grass in town was green again, the trees were green and it was just really beautiful. And we're all watching the dam to see how much it would go yes. up to see if the water is Checking it every day. Yeah. For those of you who are contemplating coming to Armadale um, or who have just moved here, usually in the New England Armadale sort of area, it's very, very green. And I'm not sure if it's true, but yeah. apparently that's part of how it got the New England name. Um, when people first came over here, they said, oh, wow, this, this area is so luscious and green all the time, all year round. So reminded them of England. Um, yeah, it's normally very green. Yeah, Everything it's is very um, European. Yeah. yeah, Like I'd never seen such extreme autumnal changes, like the changes of the colours of the leaves. Like up Elm Avenue, you can... Yeah. If you go up there pretty regularly, you can really see the transition. Their leaves go from a beautiful, vibrant green to this sunny yellow, and then they go this deep, beautiful red. And it's just like an amazing environmental experience. Yeah. It's and very picturesque, yeah. Yes. Try to graduate in autumn. Yes, <laughs> if you can. Definitely. Not in the later graduation because it's hot. Yeah. And really they make hot. You sit outside. <laughs> 
But if you graduate in autumn, you get the most beautiful pictures and you get to do the whole throwing the leaves up in the air. Yeah. Every year there are there's always a big group of international students <laughs> yeah. who just sit in the leaves and throw them up in the air and take photos like for a good two hours. A lot of profile picture changes. Yes, definitely. I think at this point, most students would just be happy to get whatever they can get in regards to graduation. There's been well, a lot yes, of delays. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, a benefit of the hot graduation is the pictures as well, really. Like, the sky is always blue, the grass is super green. Yeah. Yeah, like, Armadale weather, it does have its moments of extremeness, but it is Overall. really pleasant. Like, you never really feel. Like you're stuck in a really hot time or you're really cold all the time. Because even when it is cold, you get really beautiful sun during the day because we're so high up. We're so close to the sun. So we still get that really nice, warm midday sun, even if it's cold. Yeah. And even when it's hot as well, you I mean, there's swimming holes, all that sort of thing. So there's a, a local area which everyone likes to go to called Blue Hole. Um, you climb down the the side of this bank i suppose into this giant area with you know trickling waterfall type things it's it's really nice and a lot of students go there if you're not coordinated though it might not be the best idea (laughs) there is a town pool too yeah and there's a sport you want to pool yes which is lots of ways to communally cool off i guess and have a fun time yes something to keep in mind about the weather is that the sun here is very strong Uh, so it's surprisingly strong so you need sunscreen hats sunglasses even it there's a tendency to burn quite quickly here yeah definitely because we've got such high elevation we're so much closer to the sun and even if it doesn't feel super strong you can still get burnt so you need to just be wary sunscreen hat all that slip slop slap yep everything we've been learning since primary school no hat no play (laughs) yeah Definitely um, important up here. Do you guys have anything else to add um, at all about the weather, the climate, anything like that? We're still here. We've been here for like, I've been here for five years. I've been here for four years. We obviously like it. So even with the weather changes, it's still it's still worth it. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful place to live and you get used to the weather and it definitely is comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And you get to experience so many new things that you don't in other areas. Yep. No need to stress about it. Everyone acclimatizes. You know, yeah. Oh, quickly. yeah. You acclimatize so quickly. The yeah. first winter's cold and the first summer's really hot. And then after that, you're kind of being like, oh, last year was way worse the whole time. Yeah, yeah definitely. All right. Um, I'd like to say thank you to both Alana and Jill for making the time to be on the show. Thank you to Tune FM as always for helping out. And a big thank you to everyone listening in live uh, or on the podcast later on. Feel free to tune in next week to hear us talk about studying with a disability and what sort of accommodations can be made for students in those sort of situations. I hope you've all had an enjoyable listening experience and good luck with your studies in trimester one. Uh, If you have any recommendations or want any information about the topics we've discussed so far, you can contact us via the UNE Student Success uh, Facebook page. You've been listening to UNE Guide here on TuneFM 106.9. We're going to be playing Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles.